This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, if you are a transit user, you are probably interested to learn a bit more about Rapid Bus. It has launched today, and joining us to talk a bit more about what this means for the system is the CEO of TransLink, Kevin Desmond. Kevin, thanks so much for being with us. Good afternoon, Jill. Thanks for having me. Well, what exactly is Rapid Bus? Well, it's a stepped-up service on on five routes, three brand-new services, and and two um, improved services. And and really what it's about is, is... faster, more reliable, and more frequent service. We know those are the three key elements that that drive um, transit ridership and what our customers are really looking for. So, for example, rapid bus is going to be up to 20% faster than regular bus service that otherwise exists uh, on those corridors. Uh, fewer stops, all-door boarding, uh, significant what we call transit priority measures on the streets, queue jumps and bus lanes, uh, to, to get a little ahead of traffic. Um, and we've got some other uh, customer amenities uh, on the services as well. The, the stops will all have shelters. Uh, we have new real-time next bus information signs um, at the stops, and, and the buses are beautiful new 60-foot diesel hybrid articulated coaches also have even more comfortable seats. So we're, we're trying to hit on all the on all the aspects and all the elements that, that, that can uh, drive satisfaction with our service. Now, I'm told when you mention comfortable seats, I'm told that the number is that the cushions have 20% more cushion. How did you come up with that number? Oh, I, you know, I think that's, that's we work with our uh, different suppliers and vendors and try to match up uh, the weight, uh, the maintainability of the seats, the space of the seats with a little extra comfort. All right, because it's kind of the opposite of how airlines are going. They're making the seats less comfortable. They don't want you to stay on there, and they want to pack as many people in as they can. Well, I, really, I like that comparison. Let's keep talking about that. Yes, all of us who uh, fly and see a little bit less legroom each and every time, we're, we're trying to make sure we're, we're, we're making our, our services a little bit more comfortable for our customers. Uh, you mentioned so fewer stops. So how, does, how do you find kind of the, the best uh, compromise there, I guess, that you still have the fast service, and some, but, and, but people don't have to get off at certain stops or are still able to get where they need to go? Sure. That, that's a really good question. And, and a lot of our literature and our experience, I, I installed similar service in Seattle when I, was, when I was down there for years. We know that people will trade off a little bit extra walking distance for faster, more frequent and reliable service. So the bus stop spacing is roughly every 400 meters or so um, seems to be the right amount that people will walk a little bit further for that uh, more frequent service. And on several of the quarters, there's, there remains underlying local bus service. So if people don't wish to or don't want to um, uh, uh, or not able to walk as far, they can take the uh, local bus service as well. It, it's akin to, if you think about how rapid transit is, SkyTrain. So those, those stops are even further apart, typically. So the, the faster, more reliable the service, typically the station stopping is further apart. So this is kind of in between what you think of a SkyTrain uh, exclusive uh, right-of-way service all the way down to a uh, local bus service. This rapid bus is, is in between, and it, it, start, it is our next phase of demonstrating to the general public using um, uh, from the uh, mayor's 
program that we're stepping up our game, that we know that so many people in this region rely on buses. We need to provide better products so that people will be much more comfortable and liable to use our service. Uh, But unlike SkyTrain, they're still subject to traffic chaos and congestion if there's accidents. So are you able to work around that and make sure you can still promise people that they'll deliver those shorter times? Well, that, that's, that's exactly the, the key to this program in my mind. And, and to be perfectly honest, we need to do a lot more working with the cities. We can bring money to the table through the funding and the mayor's plan, but we have to work with each city that controls the streets. That's why these things that I mentioned before, queue jumps and bus lanes and other, um, uh, other things that we can do to speed up the buses, give them a little bit extra time to get through green lights, and so forth, gives us that better chance to, to operate the service more reliably. And I think this is just a start. I think there's more that we can do. I would like to see us eventually work with the cities to do what we call transit signal priority, to give buses, for example, a little bit more green time. Um, so we can't guarantee in the same way that we can guarantee when we control the right-of-way, um, uh, like SkyTrain, but we can certainly be more reliable and faster, and we've done great work with, uh, with the cities uh, in all the corridors where we're implementing today. And I should say in April, we'll be putting out uh, our, our two bus route uh, marine drive on the North Shore. So that's still a couple months away. And so four buses, four of the rapid buses launched today. You may have answered this, but can you give a number then for so somebody that maybe was on this particular bus route last week would have ta- it would have taken so long to get from A to B. We're going to shave how many minutes off that? Well, for uh, oh, I don't have that right in front of me, but several of the routes there, you're definitely shaving minutes um, off. So that the, um, for example, the uh, R3 low heat highway from Maple Ridge through Pitt Meadows and Port Coquitlam to uh, Coquitlam will we'll save numerous minutes. I don't have those numbers right in front of me, but it's a good, t- good time savings. And will they run the same kind of schedule as the other buses? Well, they're, they're more frequent. So the, um, Sorry, I meant like bus, hours in the day, like from oh, yes, morning to night. They'll operate through midnight, uh, from um, 6 a.m. or earlier through, uh, through midnight. And, and sorry, so four buses today, do you have a goal then on how many rapid buses could bring in or even potentially replace other buses that could get people moving even faster or, or, or goal in the future, what you would like to see? Well, we've got um, seven more um, um, rapid bus corridors planned. These are just uh, the beginning. So two more are funded. Uh, one will be on Scott Road between Newton and Scott Road uh, Expo Line Station. We hope to have that implemented by late 2021 or into 2022. And a second rapid bus corridor from the Canada Line um, to the Expo Line, you know, connecting Richmond into uh, Vancouver, Burnaby, or New West. We're still working on the routing. And then we have several more routes that are still contained in the mayor's vision that we hope uh, by middle of 2021 to receive funding for. So we see in total um, 11 full um, rapid bus corridors um, within this decade. And again, I'd like to see more, and we can hope we can get further than that. All right. Uh, Well, sounds great for people that are looking to get uh, from A to B uh, in a shorter amount of time. Kevin Desmond, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.